Hey, welcome to Memorial Day weekend Podcast. and the last day of school for our poor kids. Yeah, they got to put up with me all summer. I'm ready. I am I, too. I'm ready for the yeah. This I love. So, I love I, summer. I love. I, I love summer. Everybody says, "Well, it's so hot." It's, yeah, so you can play. There's so much you can do in the summer. Okay, this is this is uh, an odd thing to look forward to, but like. Uh, I'm pretty anal about uh, <laughs> about my kids doing chores and pulling their weight around the house. <coughs> Excuse me, but when we're uh, but when you know they have school and activities and just and everything and every minute is booked or whatever, it's like nothing gets done. Nothing gets done, and so yeah, I'm uh, and and my kids are are like we've done it what long enough that they're pretty good at doing chores. So I'm really looking forward to the bathrooms being cleaned. On a regular, almost daily basis. So. I think that's the one thing my kids are dreading, especially now that my poor wife's in deep into school. I'm in school. So our, our my wife and I are checked out for a lot of the day. We are studying, and my kids are – this last this last three weeks, they've always done their chores, and they've always been pretty good at them. Like, it might not be to my wife's standard, but they get done, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and so I'm I'm happy with it. They've gotten done. But this last couple of weeks since Amy's been in school, I said, "Hey kids, you guys have got to step up and fill that void because I'm in school and then I go to work. Your mom is at work and then she's at school. And then we'll get you to your activities, but in that downtime, we've got to step up." Do you feel like you found some equilibrium though, or like are you in a say, weird it's been way. a little 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 crazy, but in a weird way, yeah. Have you and stepped I, up I'm your actually, Mr. Mom uh, activities and things. Sadly, nowhere near where her expectations are. I feel like I have. <laughs> well, let's I, let's be real. Like, are I'm you? Nowhere, is it ever going to be to her expectations? No. Let's. I can, probably not. I can not, genuinely, right? with love, say I will never meet that expectation uh, because she's got such an awesome standard. Like, my wife's standard of clean in that house. I could white glove that. And it would be awesome, but for her, I mean, she's not that extreme. I'm not. I'm not trying right. to downplay this. I'm just yeah. saying she knows what she likes. Towels are folded a certain way, and that's where me and I'll and I'll do that just on purpose to fold it the wrong way. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know the right way. And even though she's taught me for 19 years, she's taught me, and I still can't get it right. But well, there's always got to be the the messy one and the organized one and the. Well, anyway, oh, it's, so. it's a, that's a black and white in our relationship. Yeah. It's an obvious in mine. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty meticulous about how I I I yeah I I like things to be done a certain way. Um, but at the same time, like I've it's it's been good for my kids. Like yeah, they were pretty lousy at at their chores or whatever, and it was a, a source of contention. But we've stuck with it long enough that um, anyway, they've learned they've learned these skills. And have gotten and they've gotten pretty good at it. So you establish so. a boundary. You established a, a set of a foundation that yeah, a set of expectations and things that uh, anyway, that and, and what. But my point is that I I talk to my kids all the time about skills, and it's like it's that's that's the only thing that's pretty much the only thing that I care about. I don't care. Okay, let's. I don't care if you do well in school. What did you learn? Okay, you didn't do that well on this test. Did you learn the material or did you just cram for it to try to get a good grade? Right. I don't good give point. a flying crap about <laughs> I don't I I've told my oldest my oldest daughter, I don't care because she 
I, it was, she has some perfectionist tendencies to her. I'm like, I don't care if you even graduate from high school. I don't care. It doesn't matter, especially in this day and age. It just, but, but I want you to, anyway, I want you to focus on, you know, classes that are going to give you the skills that you need. So. Oh, I love that statement. Yeah, I agree with that. So anyway, I have, uh, I, 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 been thinking a little bit and yeah, you know I, see, I you actually brought in the notebook this time i don't yeah i haven't you, been i haven't, haven't brought the brought notebook that in for a while. while it's true it's true but uh anyway was that, we, we started a little bit later today and so i had i had a little bit more time to um to prepare um anyway but uh this this topic has come up a little bit in my own uh <laughs> in my <laughs> i'm self-employed and sometimes i have staff meetings in my head where I was like, <laughs> so anyway, but like the term, uh, getting in your own way, or I, I feel like I've gotten in my own way a, uh, a lot in my life. Okay. Um, what does that, t- what does that phrase mean to you? Getting so in your own way. I'm going to let you spit on this one for a minute. Cause I, I want to see where you're going. I, I, I know what I think I want to hear. I want to hear you go and then I'll give my definition in a minute, but you, you, I want you to lead this one for a minute. Go for it. Okay. Um, I, in ways that I've gotten in my own way is I, I, is, you know, I mean, I'm having a hard time using words at the moment, but, uh, <laughs> lack of focus, distraction, um, lack of priorities, emotional baggage, it would just like, like, and, or just not, not identifying what's most important or not or which which I think takes some courage to 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 be focused type of thing it's i th- i think it's it's very easy to get caught up in the uh day to day and the uh yeah ju- just just life ha- i think it's easy for life to happen to you type of thing um and and for me to okay something happens and i react and i respond to it right and I can, and somebody could go their whole life and just reacting to life and not, you know, not really ever getting any real traction. Right. Simply, simply stated, a life happening to you instead of for you. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. Okay. So, what does it mean to you? No, very much the same. Um, And that's, that's kind of what I thought of the whole life just happening to me. I mean, you, you had actually said those words, but now, I mean, every day this week, I've been at the schools for some kind of a program for assemblies or something at my other job over the gym. Something's happened that this has had to be done right now at that minute. And then what's taken the short end of the stick? My own studies, my own personal time, my my me time. I have been the back seat. I have gotten in my own way by allowing these other important things. I'm not saying they're not important. Because they're important. I want to be there for every one of my kids' programs. I want to be there for every ball game that I can ever be to. My other job, I love it, and it's important. It's my, it's an income, right? So that that they own, they own my time, part of my time. But allowing my priorities to adjusting my priorities, adjusting my boundaries. I think that's what I'm saying. Adjusting my boundaries impacts. It enables something to get in my own, get, allows me to get in my own way. By having firm boundaries, by having my priorities established, I really think getting my own way is me 
and justifying, making justifications and adjusting my own boundaries that I have set for a reason. I have very strict boundaries for a specific reason, and each one has a reason. In fact, I've got them written down in the file cabinet over there. Um, and they're not updated right now because this is now a testing center for my wife. Where that's why all the pictures are down. If you've noticed, all the artwork mm-hmm. is pulled down. Yeah, this is now a testing center for my poor wife. So she has to have all her tests are proctored. The webcam is on. So sorry, squirrel, but tangent. But so all her tests are literally proctored. So she's got somebody watching her take her tests, and then she has to do a full room scan. Really? Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's rough. I'm not familiar, familiar with that term, but yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. If it's proctored, I was like proctored proctored exam, a, like somebody is so watching. Somebody's you watching take you your, take a test. Watching you take your test to make sure you're not cheating. <laughs> and then they will actually apparently watch the video back to make sure your eyes aren't wandering to the ceiling or something like that. So Really? I get pretty intense. Apparently. I look up when I think. I do too. I mean, especially after studying the neurolinguistic programming, right. micro expression stuff. Right. Like there's your eyes are gonna shift a certain yeah. way. And and you know if you're you're in your interrogation training, if somebody oh, yeah. if, if somebody looks to the left or right there's a when reason they're, like they're going there. They're looking for a reason, they're looking for a way out, they're look they're they're looking for a lie. If they look Whether up, then it's uh, then you're lot, trying to remember something. A lot something. of times they're trying to go to a memory. They're trying to f- create something. Like there's yeah, yeah this the, is an interesting tangent, but hey, that's it, funny. It, yeah, <laughs> the eyes the eyes shift in a different way for different reasons. But okay, so let's go that way. Let's go to the eye, that eye shift. Um, my eyes shift to the kids program, or my eyes shift to the gym. Where should my eyes be? My eyes should be focused on what my priorities are. By allowing that shift to take the precedence. You know what? There's still time for, I still have time for work. I still have time for my kids. I still have time for everything. But allowing it to get in my head, get in my space. Do you think, go ahead. Would you, would you say that you, that you set healthy boundaries, that that's easy for you or that, uh, and that that's, do you do that? I mean, you mentioned boundaries a couple of times, but like. Yes. Now I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out a little bit yes, here. Yes. Now. However, it wasn't always the case. Like, this is something I very much struggled with. I was always a yes man. I was always a pleaser. I was always, and we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm the yes man. I'm the fixer. I'm the pleaser. In, my, in a lot of my lives, I am that. Now, on a different life, I've taken it to the far extreme that I'm the enforcer, which that one I'm trying to turn down. That one mm-hmm. I'm really trying to fix. That, one, that one's become out of control. Okay. Um, but now the pleaser in me... I've actually established a very healthy boundary that, you know what? It's okay to say no. It's okay to, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't be to the whole game. I can be to the half or whatever. Well, it doesn't matter what the boundary is. But, it, uh, yes, to answer your question, I am, I am doing good at setting healthy boundaries now. I'm doing better. Not good. I'm doing better because there's still some that I'm working on. I do have boundaries, though, and I do think they're important. And by when I break those boundaries or make those justifications, I find that's when I get in my own way. I don't know if that answers your question. I'm going to push you a little bit. I knew it was coming. I was seeing your <laughs> eye. I, I saw the shift in the posture. Like, I saw the shift in the microphone. I was like, here it comes. How long do I need to keep talking this to prepare gonna, myself for what's this coming? This is going to get really uncomfortable, Nate. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I've got to start keep monologuing so I get my brain in the right. I got to get my brain in the right tangent here. Here we go. Bring it. Would you say that you put your wife and your kids and or your job or just or other people's 
priorities on this pedestal? Great question. Now, yes and no. And that, that's a no. terribly. That's a, this is this. Depends I'm what gonna, the definition of is is. I'm going to give you the political like, answer. No. And the, I'm, I'm going to give you the political answer. Then I'm going to give you the real answer. Okay. <laughs> the political answer is something's yes, but no. The real answer is not anymore. Mm. Like okay. before big time. Like and it was, it was to the point. If my kids would forget their forget an assignment, you know, they'd leave it on the kitchen table. I'd get a phone call. They'd call my wife. My wife would call me in a tangent. Hey, uh, blah, blah, so-and-so left their assignment on the kitchen table. You need to take it to them at school. Uh, sorry. They had every opportunity to pick it up, and now they can deal with the consequences of their decision, right? Okay. That is my stance now. Before, okay, I'd pick up everything and run to the school in a mad dash and drop everything that I was doing. I really would. I would leave everything I was doing and just mad dash, make sure they had their assignment, make sure everybody's happy. And then somehow I would stay up till two o'clock in the morning working on my stuff, which where is that fair for me? I was definitely putting myself backwards in line. Now that standard is definitely different and it's created some health. It's created a much healthy relationship actually with me, my kids, my wife in a lot of aspects. Now there's other things that I'm hurting those relationships because I'm just doing stupid things. That's what I talk about that. When I say I'm going too far on the enforcer side. Yeah. I'm pushing some limits, but also setting some of these healthy boundaries. Like we were talking about before. And when we were talking off, off the off before we started recording, we just kind of have a talking a little bit. I was actually, my mind goes right to there. We were talking about swim team, right? And yeah, it's a summer activity a summer that our activity. kids do. That's it's a big community thing. It's, that, it's uh, a, anyway. all summer long. The kids can go. Keeps to the kids swim. busy. Yeah, it's what they it can is. go to the swim pool every day for like three, four days a week, and they can swim and they can get some exercise. But it gets them out of the house and does something. And then they do little swim meets around the around the valley or here in town, around a couple like within about an yeah. hour drive somewhere. Right. But we got. No, not this year. Yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> as much fun as it is, uh, financially, no. I, I can't do it. Time-wise, my kids are involved in enough. I need their help here. I, I need their help. My wife needs our kids' help. This year might be different. It's going to be definitely a different year. With Our priorities are different. Like This weekend's my wedding anniversary. It's, oh, it's literally happy anniversary. Saturday. Yep, Saturday's my anniversary. My wow. poor wife is... She's endured me for a very long time. And wow. Yeah. Congratulations, yep. mate. That's awesome. In 2004, so we made it this long. But anyway, it, our, we haven't made a single plan. I finally made a couple plans yesterday just so we can go do something so that she and I can make our, each other a mm. priority and go spend some time together just to go do something. It's amazing how difficult that is or can be. That's a whole right? other topic. Yeah. That we might actually hit that here in a minute because yeah. that's and, something and, and, I well, want and, to and go And maybe on. I think I think a bonus episode would be I, would be would be great about I prioritizing agree. our relationships. And things. I think that's but. it's so important. But anyway, okay, to spin back to answer your question. So you know what? When talk, I told my kids they want to go to the summer games. They want to like got one kid that wants to play soccer in the summer games, mm-hmm. another one that wants to do gymnastics in the summer games. Uh, holy cow! That's 
two full weekends, gas money, like food, like holy cow, that's another ridiculous amount of money that, and time. Are you doing it? No. Really? So my daughter that's playing soccer, she may be doing it because I just found out somebody else paid for it. Um, Dot, 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 question mark. I don't know what's going on with that one yet. Okay. But I had the okay. conversation with my daughter doing gymnastics. Like, listen, dude, I'm sorry, but this is the situation. And it was way cool. I, I it was okay. I understand. She's like, I'd rather focus here and here for the summer anyway. Like, it was a very cool conversation. That same daughter was invited to play on a competition soccer team. Like, my oldest daughter's been playing on one and just finished her season. Ended up taking second place. Congratulations. It was actually a boys league. So it was really cool. But... The my second daughter was asked to play on a very similar league, and they told us how much it was going to be, kind of what the schedule was looking at like, and so I looked at my daughter. Dude, we got to have a heart to heart here, bud. This is what you've been invited to. The cost we can worry about the cost later. We'll work that out. But this is what it's going to take time wise. This is what's going to take energy wise this is what you're going to have to do what are your thoughts pause 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 like she actually <clears throat> was thinking <clears throat> excuse me was took this very com- this conversation very seriously you know i don't really want to i want to focus on my karate i mm. want to focus on my gymnastics that is what is important to me right now like i said now are you saying th- like, are you considering the soccer thing because your mom loves soccer and because your sister loves soccer, so you want to be like them? Is that why you're looking at this soccer thing? I want to know your side. Oh, it's fun, but it's not me. I love my karate. I really want to focus on my gymnastics right now. She set her own boundaries, and it was one of those huge proud dad moments. Uh-huh. You know? And just the conversation was so awesome. And watch the maturity in my... My 12-year-old daughter just explode like, holy cow, you are so intelligent. She knew exactly, and her reasons were valid. Yeah. It's going it, to pull it, me away from these other things. It takes a lot of courage to say, to, to prioritize and say, this is what I want. This is the momentum of what everybody else is doing, and this th- these are my external expectations but this is what I want, and so, this is this is what's important to me, right? I love Which is where you're going with this, and I actually want to even break it down. So you got like you and said momentum. Let's even go. We talk a little bit about frequencies, right? The frequency of the world is going is going north, right? And to have the courage to turn around and walk <laughs> southwest well, or whatever. Well, to set your own to frequency. set your own frequency and literally change your own expectations and things. So huge proud dad moment right there. The fact that she had that courage. No, this is what's important to me. This is where I want to invest my time. It was a great example to me of exactly what we're talking about. Nothing is going to get in her way of getting her black belt now. Hmm. Like she, she's actually testing for her blue belt on next Tuesday. She's got a private lesson to finish testing it out. She, she's one of the few people. She got two belts this year. Most people get one belt a year uh-huh. through her through their program, their dojo there. She got two belts. Huge proud dad moment, you know. But she's focused. Nothing is going to get in her way of what the what that expectation is. So I'm gonna gonna go. We're gonna go back just just real briefly, Rewind. and then we're gonna <laughs> and then we're gonna come. 
so all right so i i, I want to just talk briefly about about pedestals yeah so uh in in a sales dynamic when the uh, there's the salesman and there's the client there's the and there's the product or, or their service or whatever it is um when the se- when the when the prospect or the the client is on this pedestal and it's like oh and and I've seen this guys with with sales guys it's like oh we'll do whatever you want and they they and the sales guy will overpromise he's going to sell his soul so he can get this sale yep. he I know needs it going. so yes. bad yep. he needs this approval he needs the money he needs what i mean whatever fills in the blank sure yeah i mean what you i mean whatever motivation you can fill in the blank with whatever whatever the emotional driving force is for putting this person this putting the client what, above the what client you're doing. or the product or i mean whatever it is it's putting something else on a pedestal inevitably puts that sales guy in a position of weakness and uh so a couple of things so there's this imbalance of power in this uh, and this dynamic can be super destructive so the anyway so the so the <laughs> yeah if you have a real narcissistic customer he's gonna be like I own yeah you. I own you I'm gonna t- I'm gonna squeeze every drop out of this deal and it is and, and to where this guy anyway, I don't care about the this guy literally not yeah he doesn't any, have any power he, he no doesn't power. have any self-respect and so therefore I don't respect him or her or whatever it is um or there's the other extreme of just like gosh I really feel bad for this guy I, uh I don't know like he doesn't really respect himself so I Maybe, maybe and so a man, that's it's a it's a pull, well yeah. yeah or or it's a, or they may not want to do business with him because like that's a poor reflection on what he's offering right that's, if he doesn't have any respect point. for himself and then what is like what is he offering is like well I I don't like they're not going to be comfortable doing business with somebody like that either that's a great example keep going yeah well I've well I've just experienced this firsthand as a as, you know starting out selling door to door and the, you know, there's the nothing or just, uh, it just, anyway, all, I've done all kinds of different sales and things. And I, and I started when the economy was crap and I, yeah. and like, and like when half of my neighborhood was unemployed and they're selling plasma, like, I think, think like, yeah, we had to grow up in a hurry yeah, type of you thing. Were forced it, to donate plasma just to buy groceries. Yeah. Just to keep the lights on. Anyway. Yep. So like, uh, which this g- generation will have, n- will never have any, real concept of what that means but I, anyway I hope, I, never, I, like, <laughs> I hope never i i think they'll get their term but i hope never yeah. anyway anyway I, I i digress a little bit there but anyway so uh when we have this imbalance of power or this imbalance of uh uh when when one thing is on a pedestal so let's say okay let's say i'm real egotistical and i have and i put myself on this pedestal okay this client is gonna think i'm a jerk they're not gonna like. They're not gonna want to do business with me, or they even if they do, they're kind of kind of resent me. They're not gonna really give me the best of their business. Right. Even if the even if the product's valid, if there's no B, go away. Sorry, squirrel. <laughs> this time it wasn't a squirrel. It was this a bee. Time it was a bee. <laughs> Somebody opened the Literally door and let the bumblebee in. A bee just flew into the cave, and we both froze for a minute. <laughs> but it's now gone. Anyway, but put no. yourself on this pedestal. And, I, I just and, put that B on the pedestal. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just barely put that B on that pedestal. No, but no, kind of spin that. I like where you're going. Either 
kind of I'm twisting what you said a little bit. So you got the the desperate, we'll say the desperate salesman that just needs that sale. It almost shows weakness. Or you've got the the we'll call him the jerk salesman that is so overbearing that it doesn't matter if the product is exactly what I need. I'm not going to deal with this clown. So the pedestal has changed. Or they or will they or they at least at the very long at, at the very least won't enjoy the sales process. Right. Even if right. they end up buying, they're not going to like it. Right. Type of thing, right? Uh, so anyway, so that my, it, I, I, I like that analogy just because there's so many things like it, I think it relates to a lot of things. It's like when it, you were talking about the pleaser versus the enforcer, yeah, the salesman versus the client, the, the husband or, and the wife, the, so the, there's the masculine and then there's the feminine, right? Right. And they all have their place. Even even the boss of the employee, I would put it to that extent. Employer, employee. There, there's, yeah, that's there's, an interesting – th- I think that's, a, that's another dynamic that – It's uh, a different dynamic, which there is a reason for that, but there's a balance there as well. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, so when, you, so when you have this husband that's – a that's that's a that's a pleaser that it, it like and <laughs> and it's just oh what and when and has no real self-respect he is anyway so like so that you've i've seen a lot of very passive aggressive uh pseudo uh abusive relationships where a weak man will marry a powerful woman and he's this pleaser and she's on this pedestal yep. and then and with that then we say you know the narcissistic you know client is going to abuse the salesman yeah that that, <laughs> that oh, yeah. wife That's... is going to be abusive to that or that husband that or i mean it doesn't matter yep. it's 180 it, degree it doesn't it's, matter uh, it's it anyway yeah it <laughs> Interest. So, it's interesting. Let's let's throw a personal situation on this one, and then, and I, I bring this up just because I'm. Let's bring. I want to bring Eliza into this, okay? Because she's been on our podcast, and I've been. I've had some Nate's fun, been coaching her, and I've had some fun conversation with her lately. And I'm not going to talk about what we talked about, but but let let's just look at the change here, okay? And I've known Eliza six years. I think that's since yeah, I've been since home. You whatever. Met, moved back. Yeah. Um. First met Eliza. She was always a step behind she would never her shoulders were hunched forward she was always chin to chest never looking in the eyes very very much just the the passive the she was like me she was the yes man yeah for she, sure so against confrontation so just you, whatever you need whatever you need it, it if somebody would start an argue our conversation with her she would immediately bow down and i wish witnessed this at the store i witnessed it at the schools and church I saw this this passive person in her. Now, what I bring this up because of this change that she's made, these new boundaries, I saw her do it to you sitting here on the couch in the cave during the podcast. We were talking about something, and you had said something, and she looked at you, no. And she just flat out shut you down and said no. And I had never seen that from her before. And I was so, I was so excited. And I even brought this up as we were talking the other day. I said, Liza. Who are you now? You know, like, I'm so. This is so awesome. I've I've mentioned a, a few times in the last uh, however many weeks. That I'm like, what? You look taller. And so it's she interesting. Does. It's interesting that you brought it's up her true. posture and things. She looks she taller. She's looks like taller. You, you keep 
mentioning my height. It's like, I was like, is, wait, what's going on? Like, wait. She does. She, I, this is just the height a, I am. And, and so, a so now I. There's a change that has come over her. We kind of joke. We joke now. And it's like, well, can't, why can't you just be a little taller? Just, just, anyway, so. That's <laughs> Side note. But anyway, but yes, she carries herself very differently. And now. I'm not trying to throw that as under the bus. I'm actually throwing that as a compliment saying, look at the change. But how has that impacted your relationship? I have my opinions, but I want to hear your side. Well, it's it's interesting. So we have we have some mutual friends where, uh, uh, I, without going into too much detail, there, like there is, uh, that they have some some in laws that have kind of camped out and moved in, and and they're but they're and they're hiding from uh, their own baggage sure, or whatever. Sure. So that but but they're. And they're kind of abusive and narcissistic, and just and it's it's not it's not a healthy situation, but the this these friends of ours like they're very soft, very nice people. Most um, genuine people you'd ever meet. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, so so you know who I'm talking. I, about. I have so. a good idea. Okay. Who, yeah. Anyway, and I mentioned to Eliza, I'm like, well, w- would you allow that this person to just kind of move in? Like, what would you? would you allow this she's like um years ago yeah i would have but i she would have gotten walked but she's like but i've been married to you for too long i'm like what is that supposed to Uh, mean ouch thank you (laughs) question mark no she's like and i she's learned how to have some Mm self-respect to make herself a priority um and that 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 there there's the there may be still imbalances of power in things, but she, but, but the, but being self-aware and and recognizing where those things are, uh, are 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 issues. Anyway, just kind of, and then really going back to, uh, okay, you know, getting in your own way. That's where I was going to go with this. Is it fair to say that as she has found these priorities and has made these assertive changes in her life, she's gotten her out of her own. She's way. gotten out of her own way. To the point, like you just said, she'll tell somebody no. She'll tell you no, or she'll. I mean, you know what? I don't agree be, with that. This is what I think. She'll be diplomatic about it, but she's not going to cower. And she's, she's not going to instantly, yeah, whatever you want anymore. Yes, yes, yeah. And you and uh, and you asked my question of like, so so when you say you're talking about, okay, you in the past, I did not have healthy boundaries. I didn't do this or whatever. But now, so okay, so what's changed? What's changed for you? What, what's, okay. when, why, and how? So for me, I would honestly, I, I mean, it's obviously been this last year as I focused I and mean, with school and stuff, school has been great for me because it's, it's helped me put things back into perspective, back in priority. But even more than that, watching, I think what really has done even just this last two months is it's just. I've always had these strong boundaries. It's even I coach about boundary boundaries every single day, so it's something that's always been a part of me. But to actually put them down on paper, but then is this last six weeks or whatever, and then these last three weeks is Amy's Amy's gotten back into school. It's reminded me how important that is. Like that has been just a, such a strong. No, what she's doing is so important. What I'm doing is so important. What my kids are doing is so important. If each one is has their own boundaries, as I've had my own boundaries, I've actually been able to get more work done. I've been more successful at the gym. 
I've been more successful with clients. I've got more clients coming to me right now than I've ever had before. I mean, yes, it's officially we've been launched a month and a half now. We did. I mean, so it's been almost, about almost two months since we sat in here and did the official launch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in that two months, yeah, it's grown. But now, I mean, even before we were talking with my buddy, who we're going to try to have. We got just a heads up, everybody. We're doing a special bonus episode Monday for Memorial Day. We got we're going to have a guest on here, some one or two guys that I actually served in the military with for Memorial Day. The vet cave you hear us talking about the cave. These are actually the the founders of the cave. We're going to have them. We're going to have them as guests on on the Mountain Podcast here. But we, we were talking to them on the phone just before we started recording, and lost my train of thought where I was going with this. But basically, just say just reminding I we've got more stuff done with the cave. We've created a scholarship that's referring people to coaching. I'm doing these coaching huddles twice a month, every other, <clears throat> excuse me, every other week that we're just reaching out to veterans. But it got to a point, well, we want you to do this, this, and this, and this. No. I had to stop and say, no. I That's that's pushing my, well, what? No. Well, well no. <laughs> I literally had to stop and say, no. And I never thought of it, but no is such an empowering word. It is. It really yeah. is. If you can't say no, you have no power. Yeah. And this is obviously something that I am, and I, I hate throwing my wife under the bus, but over the time that we've been together, I have watched her grow so much. She was she was a yes person like I was. Like she was, we've, we've talked before, she was afraid to get the A minus, right? Which is another dynamic we didn't, I, I'm just going to interject yep. just real briefly that, you know, that when you have two pleasers, that are both like, no, well, where do you want to go to eat? Oh, wherever you want to go. Well, so where is that? Yeah. It's like, then you create this codependent yes. Uh, yes. dynamic that's also destructive in its own way. And I'm so but, glad you, you said it that way because that's exactly what it creates. It There's not the yin-yang anymore. It's literally a yang and a yang-er. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever you, whatever you, whatever what, do you, you want to be the yang? I'll, 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 you, you can, I, you, I can be the yang if you want. I, whatever no, really, you want. Dan, it's like, okay no, if you it's be okay. the yang. Like, what are, you, you be the well, yang, well, it's okay. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 okay. Well, <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's so funny, but it's so true. Yeah. You know, and it's so it's unhealthy. I love, and this is one of the most attractive things I've found about my wife. And I know, and the reason why I asked you, how has this impacted your relationship with Eliza? I, that confidence in her is astounding i know it's impacted your relationship incredibly well i would just watching you even talk about her there's a different posture that you approach your wife now it's amazing and i i bring that up because that's kind of where i am with my wife the more i've watched her change and become her own person as hard as it is i'm sorry it's the most attractive thing on earth it is incredibly powerful and empowering to me, to watch her grow. And it's not because she's on a pedestal, because there is that codependency there, yes. Mm-hmm. But the, the strong, and this is something that I truly, truly believe. If I will focus on myself, everything around me is going to elevate naturally. Without, I mean, just whether it's just residual growth for myself, everything's going to elevate. My watching my wife elevate herself. I'm feeling the rise of that. It's putting it's putting different pressures on me. Wow, I can do that. I can be Mr. Mom more. 
I can do that bee's back. The squirrel. <laughs> the bee. Uh, but anyway, it those boundaries, those getting out of my own way, as, as I'm watching my wife get out of her own way, academically, and mentally, emotionally, as I'm getting my, out of my own way, physically, spiritually, emotionally, Everybody's really quiet. Even the dog the is staring at the bee. <laughs> we got we got to close the door. <laughs> We're recording. We're live. <laughs> We're live. We got a bee in the in the cave. Um. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I've just said, as I as I watch as I get out of my own way, I feel free. I'm feeling freer every day. I feel the freedom of that as I'm watching my wife battle as she's getting. In her way before she can get out of her way. Because you kind of yeah. have to get you have to get in your way first because there has to be that, that oh crap moment. I mean, there really does. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't know that there has to be other other than it's it's just it it's, has to be it's part of the process. It has to be acknowledged. Yeah, whether it, it's a, a debilitating oh oh no moment or if it's just a right uh, just a recognition. It could simply be a recognition. Right. I do things the hard way. That's just the way I am. I'm not smart enough to to do it the easy way and just see it for what it is. My wife, I, she is that person. She's doing incredibly well with school, and you can just see her confidence growing. I, she'll come to bed and start talking and using these words like, that's a made-up word. You know, and, and I don't know what she's talking about. It's because uh-huh. of stuff that I've studied. And she starts talking about these anatomy terms and these exciting things that she's just learning. I'm just sitting there just grinning. She's so proud of what she's doing. She's getting out of her own way. Which to me is empowering. It empowers me. Why is that? How does her growth empower me? That's a good question. Well, like, uh, it, yeah, turn it to your own relationship because yeah, I'm well, seeing like, the same thing with all, you and Eliza. Well, all of your power is within yourself. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I know that is going to make somebody squirm when right. they're like, "Well, the the more I focus on me." Then the more I, then the more everything else works out. Like like that that's kind of counterintuitive, but based on what uh, you know proper what, or, proper whatever verbiage whatever. Well well you know, that well I was gonna say the you you know in we we hear in church I I, I kind of <laughs> I did a little rant on church last week and I, anyway whatever so but like it was like oh no we gotta we gotta serve others other we gotta put we gotta put other people on on pedestals it, we, they don't say that for specifically but that is the message that I hear of like oh everyone else is more important than you and if you make yourself a priority then that is selfish that's fair to me that's, I that's, I personally that's believe the, the opposite is true. It's like I I'm because I think uh, so many people uh, ignore their own issues and and by <laughs> and will uh, anyway which which is another another subject getting getting off track here getting a little off track but anyway when I when I fill my own cup I have more to offer yes. is my point yes when Eliza fills her own cup when she has some self respect when she has healthy boundaries and she and she makes herself a priority and then she has so much more to offer to everyone else which is which is kind of ironic because like it was like before she's like oh i gotta make sure that everybody else is taken care of and that that everybody else is their priority like then yeah and there was nothing and then there would be nothing left at the end of the day emotionally empty yeah all the time 
So, uh, so here's the, that... here's the the crazy part of this concept, and I love the the way you I I'm so glad you said it the way that you did. Like the more the more I grow, the more I'm able to give. I mean, let's let's throw a scripture in there. Let's throw the old tithing scripture. You know, I mean, the windows of heaven are going to be opened. The more that the more that I'm growing myself, I'm naturally able to give that much more. And if I'm giving that much more, it's an exponential growth. It is literally going to create a, a, a tidal wave. The ripples are just going to go and go and go. I, there's there's just so many things that popped in my mind there as, as I'm being handed a ball by my puppy. Um, Lots sorry. of distractions so, today. Today it, it is, yeah. but... That's what we get ready for recording later in the yeah, day. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, anyway, my, my thought were there is the more I grow, the more I'm able to give. Now, the more I give, who's the real benefactor of service? Everyone. You why know what I mean? You, why do you do service, Dan? Um, sometimes it's for me. But, 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 like, but I think when, when, when service is really... Uh, which I what I think is what I love about business is that you know it, it's mutual exchange and and it's win win. Yes. It's a great thing. I and value for I'm, value. Right? I'm tempted to uh, just real briefly. It's like I think that's why socialism or communism or is is so destructive when you forcefully take and give to someone else. That person that was taken from they they are resentful. And yes. the person who receives it feel entitled and is like, yeah, why wasn't it more type of thing? But when it's when it's mutually mutually uh, understood, a need for a need. Yeah, or, when that when that service is, is yes. that that's that the giver and the receiver. I mean, it's it, it's easier to measure mutually and monitor it in in capitalist capitalistic terms. But when you offer service to someone in need, when I was literally up to my armpits in uh, mud and water and uh and you know so many people are there in my yeah tons of high school kids that canceled the first day of school yeah 50 high school kids the whole football team showed up yeah they're you know shoveling mud out of my basement (laughs) anyway and i i think that their hearts were softened and mine and mine as well and like um Anyway, so it's so I I'm, that's probably not the answer you were looking for, but no, it's, it's it's both. It's mutual. It's that that mutual. that is real service when everyone involved is uh, is uplifted and edified in the process. You're right, and I like the way you spun that. I was going to spin a little bit different and say service genuinely is actually selfish. I don't believe I don't I, believe let, that. Let me, let me I, I say that very. Tongue and cheek, tongue maybe. And cheek so, way, but, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, but tongue and cheek works. Like so when I do surface I don't do service for me, typically. No. No. I, and we, maybe that's maybe I'm approaching it wrong. Well, but. so let, let me just kind of explain it this way. Like we, we do service to help others, right? And by What are helping, the others here for then? What's that? What are the others here for then? I do I for do us service to, serve them. to help you, <laughs> right? But by helping you, how do I feel? Yeah. For that sure. that's what I'm saying. By helping you by naturally I'm going to feel better. So, and that's why I say service is selfish because I am going to feel good about myself. If I see Dan and I've got my my son Wyatt's out here hanging out in the cave with us for a few minutes. Hey bud. I'm going to get you on one of these recordings one of these days. Um you can say hi. You want to say hi? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's my fourth grade graduate today. 
Welcome to the podcast world, buddy. Um, hi. hi. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. This is real weird. My dad's an idiot. Anyway, like, I this is something I've always taught that we do service to help other people. But by helping other people, I feel good about myself. Yeah. So I'm actually the real benefactor here. It's, it's again, that give and take. It's that mutual thing. But it's just when I say when I say service is selfish, it's very tongue in cheek. It's it's not. We're helping others. But if my intent is to really to help the other people, yeah. But I'm still going to feel good about myself. I and think that's, you, I think you say that because it's easier for you to serve than to be served. Oh, 100%, you hate being yes. served. Hey, hey, you know that. <laughs> you know that. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's sometimes it tastes like. That tastes like vinegar, man. Right, wow. coming off the road. Th- like, no, I want to do it on myself. I want to, yeah. I want to, how, how does that? Yeah. How yeah. Those Char- wo- how does, charity how does, softens everyone's heart. How do those words taste sure. that coming out of your mouth like vinegar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, very much. But it does. No, I like where you said that too. It does soften both sides. By serving others, I really do gain compassion for that person, and that person's as they're filled with that gratitude, it's that give take. That's a good way to look at it. How many different tangents did we go on today, man? Yeah, we we covered a lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of different stuff. But and we're really only we're an hour ten in. minutes, ten minutes more than we normally do. We're usually thirty-five ish minutes. We're just hitting forty-five right now. Yeah. that's pretty cool. Love it. But no, man, get out of your own way. I like get that. Get out of your own way. As you get out of your own way, you're gonna grow. It's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Now, how do you get out of your own way? That's for everybody to decide on their own. Yeah. There's no... It's di- it's different, different, but you have everybody. to acknowledge it. You have to... Yeah. I, 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 I It comes with happen. self-awareness. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen. You're going to get in your way, whether it's a mental block, whether it's... I call them an ant, automatic negative thoughts. Those ants are... They can be debilitating. We've talked about those before, and we'll hit them again. But, yeah, guys, get, get out of your way. Get out grow. of your own way. <laughs>